Hey, good morning. Welcome to Odd Music, episode number 235. Yeah, it's a great day. Yeah, a little rainy this morning. I was out a little bit for a minute. I had some, uh, one of my preferred customers had placed an order, so I was able to pick up a quick early shop. And that, and we're getting close to the holidays. Good to pick up those when you can, so. <laughs> <laughs> I suddenly hit the live, wait a minute, where am I? I'm, I'm lost in Facebook land. There we go. I'm because the way they change things, like I'm trying to share the link onto my other page and it's yeah. like not allowing it. So then I accidentally clicked on it and then I had the broadcast playing in my ears at a delay. It's like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, for those that are looking at the comments, uh, no spoilers from today's Hawkeye episode. Don't want any yes. questions. Don't want to discuss anything to do with today's episode at all. There is one more episode next week with Hawkeye, uh, yep. but we will discuss next episode next week. So we want to give people a chance to watch it and uh, see how awesome it was for themselves. I yes. love today's episode and that, but a uh, lot of lot of cool stuff going on there. And uh, I think the biggest thing I see people posting is they're going to wrap it up in six. And I don't think they are. I think what is, we're seeing is. And I thought this from the beginning. This is not a one and done season. We may see more of Hawkeye, but I think this is setting up a lot more within the uh, some of the film, but also the television realm of all the. That's they are hand in hand now, so we're going to see a little bit of both uh, mixed in there. I think we're seeing some more setup of that, and that's what a lot of these initial series have been for: is to set up these next phases. So, yeah, they're they're doing a great job. Um, I'm I'm thrilled. Today's episode is great. Like we said, no spoilers, but uh, if you haven't seen it, um, I the only warning I'm going to give is I will be surprised if spoilers don't start hitting the internet very soon. So go yeah. see it as fast as you can or avoid the internet. Right. Except yeah, for us. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be all over uh, in a heartbeat. And uh, while there is no actual mid-credits scene, watch the credits till they're, the graphics of the credits are done. Yeah, I noticed that too. So... Because there so, is a little little fun thing in there too. So, but hey, let's uh, get some ad reads out of the way, and uh, we will uh, kind of go from there. So, uh, I'll start us off with a larger family chiropractic center, PC, located in Belleville, Michigan, and Dexter, Michigan, and they take great pride in providing the finest chiropractic care to each and every patient, offering on-site digital X-rays, massage therapy, orthotics by foot levelers, young living essential oils, aromatherapy, full line of vitamins, all in a family-oriented environment. Give them a call to Belleville location seven three four six nine seven four two four four. Visit them online at Lauren. Orange uh, or We do always have links at Odd Music for you guys. And of course, here on their Facebook page, it's at Lauren Family Chiro. And you can take a look at some of the stuff that they do there. Um, one thing to keep in mind is if you are local in the area and you're looking for uh, a fun little stocking stuffers and you're thinking in stuff like the essential oils or things or, or even gift cards for like a massage therapy, they do all that there too. So you can actually put together a nice little gift pack for somebody if you're looking for like a wellness pack within the chiropractic realm. Uh, of course, we are now what? Uh, 10 days. Christmas, so yeah, yeah, ten days. Jeez. Hard to believe this. It snuck up on us. <laughs> yeah, it it really is flying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's crazy. A lot of fun there. So, but hey, uh, I got stuff popping on my stupid computer here. Uh, so, but that's larger family chiropractic center PC. So definitely check them out. They've been with us since day one, and are just great friends and great sponsors. Indeed. And then we also have. Team Titans Real Estate. Why? Because you matter. That's right. Even though we utilize the latest in tools and technology to maximize your home buying experience, we never forget at the core, it's still a people business. And uh, that's what we do. We, we customize the approach to you. We get to know you as the client and the customer. And uh, I got a phone call coming in. I'll have to silence that. 
There we go. Um, <laughs> they're like, we need real estate now. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's it's the end of the year. Uh, it, you know, it's been a weird year all around. Weird two years actually, which is really weird to say with COVID. But you know what? Real estate market stayed strong through that whole thing uh, because no matter what's happening, whether the economy is up and down, whether the pandemic is up or down, whatever, life happens. And with life comes uh, needs for housing. And so, you know, it happens year round. There is no actual best time to sell. Uh, there's higher volumes at summertime, but you have more competition too. Winter is slower, but you have less competition. So, you know, the, there's pros and cons to all seasons. So give us a call. My number is 586-549-6096. And, uh, you know, be glad to give you a free consultation, go over what your goals are, your needs are, and decide when the best time for you is. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. So, Brett, you are fresh from Florida. <laughs> yeah. Boy, it was nice. 86 degrees, wind chill of 86 degrees. Loved every minute of it. Uh, got some pictures here I'm going to share with you guys. So uh, this was Mom and I. We got a chance to meet the Grinch. Yeah. So got to see him. And then, uh, of course, uh, they always do some fun stuff out in the parks, decorating. You can see, uh, saw the horror makeup show. They don't do a special Christmas edition, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, Scott really seen that show. That. Yeah, yeah. you would have loved this one. The guys kind of went off book a little bit because they, one guy said something I think the other one wasn't expecting. And it led to this whole little improv bit uh, within it. And, but it was, they basically still did the same show they always do, which is still just a blast. Um, and, it, and it varies. Depends what you get. There's, uh, I've seen uh, the one guy that was there uh, that did the, it was playing the, um, the makeup artist guy. Uh, and then I've seen a female version. Uh, and they do a slightly different banters and things like that. And they pick on different people in different ways, but the overall show is about the same. I actually got front row for that one. That was kind of fun to actually sit in the front and see it. Nice. So I enjoyed that. Uh, and of course, you know, you got people, the uh, dancers out there and they bring out different things. Mom got to meet some of the who's, uh, from whoville. So they were around there. And then of course, Sammy from our good friend, Sammy Castillo came out and spent the day with me at, uh, universal. So we had a good time there. Sammy's and, awesome. Uh, Yep. And, uh, you know, I call her my, she's one my little sis and we had a great day just uh, hanging out at the parks all day. And, and, uh, so it was fun there and seeing all the cool stuff. And this was a couple of pictures in the tribute store at night. And they, people come out, the trees always gorgeous when it's lit up and a lot of fun stuff there. And so I love going to universal. I love the way they decorate. It's a lot of fun. I got a chance to see the parade. Um, of course, Diagon Alley and, uh, is always great when they get it all decorated and lit up at night. And uh, of course, I got a couple of blurry pictures too. Watch this, this is fun. <laughs> so, <laughs> Good so I got to see the dragon at night and stuff like that. Just gorgeous. That's such a great place, it, it really does transport you to another world. Yeah, and I love being there during the holidays. I hadn't been in four years in the holiday time. Uh, definitely going to try to keep doing that. I, I hope I can do it every year if it works out for timing and stuff like that because uh, I just enjoy I enjoy the parade, enjoy the Grinchmas show, uh, and of course I just enjoy Universal as a whole. Uh, but it's just a lot of fun. They just do uh, such a great job, and and uh, they have other stuff set up. They got a new mascot this year, Earl. He's and then uh, there's an actual story behind it. I guess they uh, about ten years ago uh, when they set up the tree, a squirrel. Uh, decided he wanted to live in that the big tree there 
after they had it all decorated and everything. And uh, he was stealing the blue lights. So now <laughs> this year for the first time, they created uh, Earl the Squirrel. And he had a bunch of merchandise. What's funny is uh, they set up like he's got a tree farm. And on some of the stuff, it said Amity Tree Farm, which is a nod to the Jaws, you know, in the town of Amity and that. And then another was just Earl's Tree Farm. So I, I think they started one way and then switched to another. I personally like the Amity. I thought it was funny uh, and stuff like that. But uh, and that uh, a couple of the pictures were from their what they call a tribute store. They have a over by where the Jimmy Fallon ride is. They have a building that for years I didn't know nothing was in there as far as I know. Maybe offices. Now it's a tribute store. So they have a bunch of rooms you can walk through. They're all decorated and themed towards the holidays. They had a Wizarding World room where you get some of the stuff there. And they had a few like exclusives in there to find. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. We had a great time. Had uh, four full days there. I got to see my sister Brooke and the boys there as well. Uh, Elijah and David came out and had fun with us uh, for the day on Saturday. I got to see, uh, My cousin and her husband came out with the baby. So we had dinner with them on Saturday. Hadn't met Maddie yet. Maddie is six months old now, so I got to meet her and uh, and just had a great time overall. We just had great weather, and it was just nice to have a little uh, vacation where there was no actual work involved, and I could just uh, relax, have fun, and enjoy myself. Yeah, very nice. And amazingly, everyone is still alive in Florida, even though they've been open like forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they have the lowest numbers right now. So yep. So, well, very good. Uh, glad you had a good time. It's always yeah. a fun trip out there. So it's nice to get away. Um, yep. So looks like you had a good time. Now, while you were there, I think in honor of your trip there, did you see they released the Fantastic Beast 3 trailer? I did. I did. It's kind of weird that Johnny Depp's not in it, and it sucks that they went that route. Uh, I'm sure since, they will explain. I'm sure well, especially explain since it, so. it's come out, you know, the whole Amber Heard thing is why he was let go. And now it's come out. Amber Heard was the problem, yeah. not Johnny Depp. And I really wish Johnny Depp was part of this, if for no other reason than they screwed him over. But right. uh, you know, cancel culture got rid of Johnny Depp. Um, with that said, uh, Mads—I um, always forget his last name. Yeah, the builder of of the Death Star in Rogue yep. One. <laughs> um, he's going to play uh, Grindelwald. Yeah, now Grindelwald uh, in the first movie started off as one actor and then became Johnny Depp. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Johnny Depp was in the next one, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, so I'm waiting to see if they actually um, do something to show his change and, and wondering if like his look and that changes all the time. Uh, right. And that's how they will explain it going forward. Um, they could, definitely could have a spell go wrong or something, yeah. or they could just ignore the, that it's a different... Yeah. I think what you're showing. I think what you're showing is clips from the first, uh, the second no, this one. There. Is, well, this is the trailer. That's not the right trailer. That's the one from uh, the second one. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So it says Fantastic <laughs> Beast Three. Look yeah. at even the title. Yeah. Okay. So yeah that's because that was all scenes from the second one, and those it weren't was. in the trailer I saw. So this is probably some fan thing. Probably. Yeah. Where so is it? Um, it should be there easily. I've seen it all over. I uh, know. YouTube and all that. So. It um, literally yeah. was labeled the Fantastic Three Beast <laughs> Three trailer. I'm excited for it. it comes out in April. Uh, it looks really good. It's the it's uh, the secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, so we're gonna dive more into the Dumbledore family. In the trailer, we see Dumbledore's brother. Now, of course, they they show him younger. And here's what I thought of this: you know, when in the uh, Harry Potter movies, when Harry goes back and looks through the uh, the pensive and sees a, the memory with a young Tom Riddle, and Dumbledore looks the same. I think it's more of how Harry's brain would have interpreted seeing him 
uh, like that because he'd never seen him younger. So I think it's a way of ex- excusing the fact that they've got a younger actor playing and that Dumbledore looked old then and looks old now. But in the new trailer, they, we do see a picture of uh, Dumbledore when he's older. So I'm wondering if it's actual footage from the Harry Potter movies or did the actor come back and film some more? I haven't seen had a chance to look up anything on that. So, but um, yeah, I, I would find the for- proper trailer to play in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's put it up there. I'll play on. I, I'll leave the sound off, but yeah. um, it is. Uh, it looks great. Um, love what they see here. You, they're making yeah, so the connection between old and young there. Yep, and then uh, they're here to see Albus, and they actually that's that's uh, Albus's brother, uh, Albafore. Albafore, I believe it's Albafore, something like that. Uh, yeah, which we didn't so. really hear nothing about until the, even in the books. Until there, the there's the Grindelwald books. there. Yep, and, and now, what he was doing there was taking a memory out. Which is what we, you know, her, uh, Dumbledore showed with the pensive. They take and put it in the pensive, and then uh, you could you could look at it. Now I'll admit, now Johnny, the whole Johnny Depp thing, I would have preferred if they didn't fire him. However, I actually would have preferred if Mads was Grindelwald from the start. Uh, he's a great actor, amazing yeah. actor. Johnny Depp, I like Johnny Depp, but he's done characters for so much. You start seeing the similarities, and it's it starts being Johnny Depp. Yeah. Now, with that said, I thought he did a good job as Grindelwald in Fantastic Beasts, but I think Mads would have been a better choice from if if they had gone with him all the way from the beginning. Right. And I like I like him too. I think he's going to do a fantastic job he, in this. He played Hannibal so, Lecter. Yeah. Uh, so we're used to he he can play really good bad guys. So. Yeah, and I think he's doing well. And we're also seeing uh, I think it's Jacob from the first movie. He's the Obscura. And he's growing up more and more as this is going on. So we're seeing him older and, and he's still around. So I think he's still an integral part of uh, this entire series of movies they're doing. So. Yeah. So, and, and we see some shots of, um, of uh, Hogwarts at one point. Um, yep, so it's, more. it's looking good. And then we see there's Queenie there who Jacob is, of course, you know, that's his, his woman. So he's after her and, I really feel like this is going to be the definitive movie for the Fantastic Beast series. Uh, yep. I think the other ones were all set up. I enjoyed them, but they didn't give me that that wow like that the original movies did. I think this one is going to make that connection to make it really feel like a Harry Potter series. Yeah, it's really it's really delving more into the the wizarding world that everybody wants to know. Uh, I mean, it was neat in the first movie. Okay, he came to America. You got to see. Okay, there is wizards in America. You know, they kind of always assume there's wizards all over the world. Um, you know, but see, oh, they have their own schools in America. They do things a little different. Uh, but realistically, as fans, fans want well, we'll use the term everybody loves to use these days fan service. They want to hear the terms muggles, they want to see Hogwarts, they want to see all the stuff they're used to from the Harry Potter movies. I mean, if that was the case and people didn't, then the Wizarding Worlds at Universal wouldn't be set up to look like you're in uh, England, right? Well, so. and that's it, you, you fall in love with a certain series, but you can move on from major characters, but there's a core DNA to yep. what that universe is and you got to stay true to it. I mean, even in our real world, I mean, it's like, well, why are you following those same characters? Da, da, da. Well, in real world, I mean, h- how do you explore the founding of our country without including George Washington's tale? I mean, he's such right. a, he pay, played a pivotal role or the founding fathers or any of them. And it's like, Oh geez, you're telling another story about Thomas Jefferson. Well, he was yeah. an integ- integral part to the history 
of what happened. And just like Luke Skywalker, why are you going back to him? He defeated the massive empire, destroyed the Death Star. He's a major historical figure in that universe. So it's kind of yeah. hard to ignore that he exists. So, well, and in that vein, uh, you uh, posted and shared uh, the bringing back uh, Harrison Ford as Han yeah. Solo. Now, uh, we've not been confirmed which yes. series yet. Well, I think it's going to be Book of Boba myself. I don't, I don't think it's been confirmed he's back. I think that's rumor. Um, I don't think it's been officially confirmed. Okay. So, now, one person pointed out that the site that I shared is notorious for just putting false information out. Okay. However, with that said, when you take it in the larger context, the Book of Boba Fett's about five, five, six years after Return of the Jedi, so Han Solo's still alive. Second, Marvel, Disney likes using de-aging technology to bring yep. its actors back. Third, they did it with Mark Hamill already. Yep. Fourth, we it looks like there's flashback scenes from the trailers going back to Tatooine when Boba Fett worked for Jabba. There's a character in the background that looks like old Obi-Wan Kenobi, the cantina scene. Yeah. Fifth, from the special editions, we know Han Solo was present at that time, uh, and as well as Boba Fett when Han Solo talks to Jabba. So I have a feeling they're creating a flashback scene that we're going to see an interaction with Han and Boba. I think that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Um, some people are like, oh, no, we didn't, you know, leave Han alone. They already ruined him in the pre in the sequels. Keep in mind, this is Favreau and Filoni handling this. Yeah, they will do it justice if this happens. Yeah, if this is true, then, yeah, I, I expect it to be a brilliant cameo. If it's already been announced uh, or not announced, kind of leaked. I yeah. uh, see nobody leaked the Luke Skywalker. Nobody Nobody. It was uploaded and transmitted where you could watch it. So if this has been kind of leaked, I think it's done on purpose, and we'll probably see it in the first episode. It could be leaked. Or, I mean, so many of these guys now are so good at looking at contracts of of, of uh, actors and figuring out where yeah. they are and piecing things together because so much is able to be found out. But I, my suspicion is I think there will be a flashback scene, but Han Solo is around after Return of the Jedi as well. So they could easily just make him de-age to the present, just like they right. did with Luke. He wasn't he wasn't um, a flashback. He was in the current timeline. So they could easily do that. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it'd be then. I, I would see it being something that where they run cross paths again. And, you know, and it's, because, uh, I mean, we had, uh, even if, if, if they don't retcon, the force awakens through, you know, last, uh, rise of Skywalker. They, uh, like there's been rumors of, well, you know, we know that Han Solo during that time was him and, and Leia were together. Leia was training, but he was still off doing his thing. He was trying to figure out, you know, his place where he needed to be at. He still was a smuggler at heart. Yeah. Uh, so he could have still been doing some smuggling then. So, you know, that's, that's not yeah unheard of for that. So. Yeah. I, I still think they're going to retcon everything. I really do. Cause now they're talking about bringing the characters back. Right. From the sequels even yeah. saying that they're not over with i think they are going to retcon it through ahsoka and her ability to go through the the veil of the force to, right to change things and like i said in a previous episode those mirrors that are used to travel through the veil of the force that the emperor was using um were on board of the fallen death star so okay. there is a way within the universe's own rules and laws of time can go to the death star at the moment that vader 
and Luke um, fought the Emperor there. Right. At the end of Return of the Jedi. So it can happen. So we'll see. But anyways, uh, Boba Fett's on the cover of TV Guide, according to Michelle. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't noticed that. I don't pay TV Guide. I haven't in years, so. Yeah, but. Uh, uh, that's cool. It's going to be a huge series. They're going to continue on Wednesdays, just like Hawkeye is. So Hawkeye's last episode will be next week. And then Boba Fett's first episode will be the week after. I like how Michelle has Bobo Fett, though. <laughs> gotta love Bobo Fett. <laughs> Not making fun it's of Bob- me, Michelle. It's Bobo. <laughs> Bobo. Yeah. yeah. It's Bobo Fett. Yeah. I love when people will at conventions will sit, ask me if I have any artwork for Bubba Fat. <laughs> that man, that Bubba Fat. Like, who's Bubba Fat? <laughs> Is that it? There you go. You draw a big guy and you got to deck him out in uh, like. Uh, um, you know, Southern, you know, use the Confederate flag and all that to really offend everybody. And, you know, <laughs> there, there's Bubba Fat. Bubba Fat. Bubba Fat. Bubba Fat. Yeah. yeah. We'll get some hogback and some chitlins. And, <laughs> and now we just, we just upset the South. <laughs> and we're canceled. Yep. <laughs> Actually, I think we're... you're allowed to upset the South. So yeah, I think that's the yeah, one group okay. we're allowed to. So we're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Actually, we'll probably gain viewers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, Boba Fett's pop up everywhere with it like, launching in then two weeks, which is awesome. Uh, I saw there's some new toys. Uh, yep. back today, there's a couple pre orders. Uh, one is it looks like the classic Boba Fett with the firing rocket. Oh, cool. Uh, so at one o'clock, it says major retailers. I don't know which one. So I'm assuming Amazon, probably Target, things like that. Um, so a lot of cool stuff on that. So I think it's, it's really neat. It's, it's going to be, I'm looking forward to it. They, they keep releasing little snippets here and there. And, uh, I'm, I'm real excited. And I like Robert Rodriguez. So I think he's gonna do a fantastic job. Definitely. So, in that, but, uh, excited about all that. So another, uh, you know, there's so many viewers who just are like such spot on with their observation. Somebody grabbed from one of the commercials. There's a scene of Boba Fett walking through a door. And they matched it up to the deleted scenes from Star Wars Episode Four, of when Luke went to Tashi Station, and they were able to show all the similarities. So they, we think we're going to see Boba Fett going to Tashi Station, maybe to pick up some power converters. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so yeah. it's a neat way because Tashi Station is such a in, big part of the storyline, as far as just you know the dialogue. Yeah. Um, we never see it because it got deleted. Yeah. So it'll be cool uh, to bring it to the screen. Yeah. Even in earlier uh, scripts of, of the original Star Wars, um, you know, I've read through a few of those over the years. And and there was a little more that happened there besides him just seeing Biggs. You know, oh, yeah, he, had, he, had a few, he had a few friends and they actually had a, a good sequence there. Yeah. So. Can you imagine being one of those actors, though? You you make it onto the biggest movie of all time and you're cut. Yep. Well, I mean, Biggs made it to the end. Biggs did. And uh, but but the other ones, yeah, they got, they got cut out completely. uh, Cammy uh, or not Cammy. There's another one who is, uh, she's Han Solo's girlfriend at the beginning. Yeah. She's sitting with him in the cantina and she ends up leaving. So you only see her briefly. She got cut. Like there's it. I mean, that's gotta be horrible to be those people <laughs> or even worse until prior to our current format of tv and everything we now everything's widescreen right prior 
they would clip everything to TV format. And there's one guy in particular in the room where Vader does the force choking of the guy. Yeah, He's sitting on the edge. So he made it into the theatrical cut, but then for like 15 years, no one ever saw him because he was on the side that got cut for the TV formatting. Yeah. And I could just see it finally getting released in widescreen. He's like, see, I told you, you I was in it. <laughs> That happens to everything. It's it's funny is how much uh, it's it's like I tell people with uh, movie Blazing Saddles. I said I watched it for years in what they call full frame, which is it was the one point three three to one is the ratio versus the one eighty five or two point seven five to one, depending on which between there. Um, So I watched Blazing Saddles for years. Bought it on DVD when it first came out on DVD, and it's in widescreen. Never seen it in widescreen before. And I'm watching it going, my God, I miss all these little side jokes and these side things going on that are make it even funnier. So I was like watching the movie for the first time after watching it for decades, you know. Yeah. Missing out on and when Crash before we all had widescreen TVs, people go, oh, I don't like the black birds talking about them. They're taking away from some of my screens. Like, no, they're not. You're seeing more of the actual image. And I was actually even on video would buy stuff in widescreen, the few things that were available. I remember getting like Jurassic Park, stuff like that. And this is pre-DVD because I like seeing the entire image. The black bars at top and bottom never bothered me because I saw the yeah. whole image. Well, the other issue too was just size of TVs. I mean, we all had 13 yeah. inch TVs, which means if you had the bars, <laughs> your your image was a six inches tall. <laughs> well, yeah. And now what do we do? We all watch six inch tall screens. <laughs> right? Isn't that funny? We we've gone back to small screens. Yeah. <laughs> it is funny how that works. So, but uh, Mich- uh Michelle sent mom a picture. Here's uh let me see if you can see it there. It's gonna be kind of tough. Here is it go. the bubble fat? It's the bubble fat on the TV guide. <laughs> all right, there he is. Perfect. That's a great cover. I may have to go find one of those tomorrow when I go shopping. Was that uh, is uh Fennec on there? Uh yes. Cool. Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna have to pick one of those up if I see it in the store because she's uh she's a postal delivery, so she's delivering those. And that so it's gotta get ready for Christmas. She's been working hard and she had to miss they had to close cancel drumming last night because uh because the post has got her work as well. So y'all need to be grateful, grateful to your post office people. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're out there working double shifts a lot of times to make sure that you're really, really crappy uh you know, uh, cakes and stuff get to people. So, <laughs> yes, indeed. Kevin Miner. Kevin Miner. Let's give an update on Bard yeah. Stone since Kevin's in the room. So, with Crimson Shadows 3, I am almost done fully coloring uh, pages one through nine. Nice. Uh, the flats, flat colors fell behind a little bit because uh, Shara's uh, um, child got sick. So uh, they're recovering, though. Everything's well. So uh, she's just running a little behind, but she had the first 10 pages done. So pages one through nine are almost fully complete. Her delay is not going to hold me up at all. Uh, She's about to send more over to me soon. Fantastic. Uh, So uh, she said by the end of the week, I should have quite a bit. So uh, that's moving along really nice. As far as the Frankenstein book goes, uh, Kevin had asked me what I want him to do. So I'll I'll make a give it some thought. I I have an idea or two. but. So I'll keep Kevin posted on that. Um, what else? And then uh, Crimson Shadows, after th- issue three goes out, the trade, 
I'm putting that together as well. The inks are done for the bonus story that gets put into the trade, which will have issues one through three. Yeah, so, well, we haven't but, talked about our time frame amongst us. Basically, yeah. we're looking at Frankenstein coming out. Uh, Kevin's going to have Poe pins available as a Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're looking at these trades out for you guys. With some, yeah, uh, Poe's going to have a trade. Poe and Crimson Shadows. And Kevin was at C2E2 this past weekend, sent us an update. Yeah. And it sounds like everything went well. I got to tell you guys, uh, for all those that have been supporting our Kickstarter, supporting Bardstone, really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, we're doing more next year, not just some trades. We're going to have some new issues of stuff uh, and getting things out there for you guys. And uh, we look forward to seeing that. We have a book ready for uh, a couple of us to go to. And uh, uh, I actually was, uh, I booked Indiana already. I, I booked Tampa, but I may have to back out of that because I'm looking like it's going to be too tight with uh, San Diego. So, okay. Uh, but it's just, I was more, I thought about, it, I was like, Oh, I can't back to back shows are tough when you're flying both shows. <laughs> that, that is for sure. So and more, I thought about it. I was like, okay, we'll see. So I'll, we'll let you guys know when we get our, our finalized, uh, uh, show thing, you know, motor city comic con, uh, all three of us should be at that one this, this coming May. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I know Kevin, and I'll be at great lakes. Scott may be popping in to Stormtrooper it up or something. <laughs> yeah. We'll yep. see. And then, uh, so we'll have you guys come out to those shows and, and check things out and just looking forward to it. Cause we've got a lot of cool stuff coming out and really grateful to everybody that was out in C2E2 this past year, uh, weekend in Chicago and supported uh Bardstone by buying the books. So yeah. that's, that's what we appreciate. And also if you guys are into it, I have created a Bardstone rareable account. If you are into NFTs, non fungible tokens, it's basically long story short, it's a way of, owning original artwork by the creator it's a in digital format but the way it all works is uh the blockchain code makes it so it's it's linked to the creator yeah and so it, it authenticates it and um those are available for sale through our rareable also so you can buy original pages from the comic just to clarify, I'll be very fast. It's going to be an oversimplified thing, but think about it like this. People are like, well, do I own part of the comic? Do I get royalties? What? Why do I want this versus just grabbing a screenshot? Here's how it works. Let's say you go to a comic book convention and you find an artist that you, you've been following for years and they are selling original pages of the comic, like let's say Spider-Man. They have original pages that they worked on. If you buy that original page from them, you don't own the rights to the book. You don't have printing rights. You don't get a royalty. You just simply own that page. Right. And um, now, why pay $100 for that original page when you could just grab a screenshot of that page online for free, or you could take a photo of it, or you can make a digital uh, a Xerox copy in black and white? What's the difference? It still looks the same. Well, the difference is the originality of it. And yeah. that's what gives it its value. It's it's the rarity of the original. Um, and the blockchain in this acts as a certificate of authenticity. So people know this wasn't through somebody else. Somebody edited it. They know this is the original. So yeah. that's how NFTs work. It's a little weird for us. We're in the older generation now where... <laughs> We to us, it's like, well, why would you want a digital copy? The reality is, the younger crowd, this is the future of how things will be traded. So when you own this, if it goes up in value, you can resell it and make money on it. It's a, it's yep. a collectible. So we have the pages up for sale as original pages that you could buy through Rarible if you're interested. And I'm telling you, the feedback Kevin's reporting, Brett's been reporting, I've been experiencing. People are loving our books. 
So, you know, check it out. They're good stories. Uh, I've enjoyed working on them. And uh, I can tell you that every show that we've sold a bunch of books at, we've had a few of those people able to come back and say, loved it. Can't wait for the next one. And that's so a lot of cool stuff there. So, yeah. um, But yeah, so it's a lot of good stuff. Marshall is going to be moving forward. We're excited about it. And uh, definitely some announcements next year. Right now in our pipeline, we've already got uh, close to being done. Let's see. Poe trade, Crimson Shadows trade. Frankenstein, right there's three books that are almost ready for for launch. In yep. addition to Crimson Shadows three, that's about to ship. Poe yep. three just shipped, so we're we're moving forward pretty good. We're at a good pace yep. considering our size. <laughs> yeah, yeah, three guys and uh, Shara down in uh, Brazil. Brazil, that's right. <laughs> so, well, awesome. So uh, we talked at the beginning about Hawkeye there. Yeah, how about we do a quick review of last week's episode? Episode four. Yeah. You know, we've got, uh, it was, it was a good episode. This was a great transition episode to set up for these last two that we're getting, uh, including today's, which is available. And I highly recommend you watch today sooner than later. Uh, cause it's, uh, it's setting up everything for this final episode. And I, I told Scott this before we got in the air. I truly, I, people have been posting about how are they going to wrap everything up? They're not going to wrap everything up in a nice tidy package with a bow. Uh, they have set stuff up in this episode for ongoing, and that's what this is yeah. part of for all these series. They didn't say WandaVision, uh, you know, a Falcon and, and Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, you know, all these series have been, you know, even Loki, it's all about setting up what's going to be going forward with uh, the MCU. And the way they're doing yeah. it is they can actually spend a little time doing these little nuances so things can start flowing in and out all over the place. So yeah. I feel like they're finding their their voice so to speak on how the 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 series will coexist with the movies. Yes. And um, I'm loving it. They're kind of doing two stories at once. You've got the the self-contained story arc of the season while but it's part of a larger picture that will flow into future series or movies. I, I think they're doing a phenomenal job. And I've right. been really liking it. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm loving it. And they've set up everything in here. I mean, the reveal from last week is the tie into Black Widow. Mm-hmm. That was the big reveal. Um, and I'm really excited about that. But I mean, what we're seeing here is uh, through this whole series, the Kate Bishop, you know, is uh, becoming more to more of her own, but also realizing, you know, she's Clint, Clint's basically trying to keep her from becoming what she's seems to be pretty much destined to become, which is the next Hawkeye. So. Yes. I have to say, I really, really hope the tracksuit mafia ends up being in future movies. <laughs> I'm loving these guys. Yeah. I think, I think uh, they need, they to need their own series. Spin-off. <laughs> yeah, they need an animated spinoff of the tracksuit mafia and they need to make it look like uh uh, from back with the wacky racers, the the mobsters they yes. had in the wacky race, <laughs> they had them all exactly. in tracksuits. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. loving that. Um, I think we're looking at the same page. Uh, oh no, you're on Forbes. I'm on Den of Geek. Okay. A lot of same pictures though, because uh, I, I had to go back and just kind of get a couple of refreshers and stuff like that. But uh, you know, we're we learn more on this one about uh, who Jack Duquesne is, mm-hmm. um, and his uh, relationship to the tracksuit mafia. Mm-hmm. So we've got a little more of that going on. I also um, the the car chase scene was great with the trick arrows. Um, 
there was a nice tie into the larger universe in that uh, Hawkeye used a PIM arrow using the Ant-Man technology to create that giant arrow <laughs> that, <laughs> that impaled the, uh, the uh, cars that were chasing them. So that was fun. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but it, it, they've done a great job. I'm enjoying Kate as a character. Um, yep. You know, she's a younger character, but I think, I think, they're doing a really good job with her um, making it feel natural that she has these abilities. They, they've unfolded it in a way where it doesn't feel like they, she was just shoehorned in. Right. Um, well, I mean, I, I like I, it tied up from the beginning. From the beginning, she sees the Battle of New York. Uh, she sees Hawkeye and becomes enamored with, you know, the superhero Hawkeye. And so herself, she starts learning bow and arrow. She starts training as a young witch. She wants to be like him i mean and she shows that she's actually got the skills you know she was winning awards she's in college as an archer and, and other stuff and you know so it's she, she they did a great job of really setting all that up i don't and too many times in some of these movies here comes this character and i don't know where they can do stuff it's like where they learn to do this we never heard right. about that she's got the background for everything the difference between her training versus what clint has is clint was as he's put it a few times through the series a weapon Mm -hmm. And that's all he was. And he was trained to kill, and that was it. And that's part of the reason we saw Ronan, uh, his the character Ronan he created. So, and not Ronan the accuser, it was Ronan the ninja. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, but it's so I think it's it's great how they do it, and I like how she's been playing the character the actress has. Uh, I think she just does a good job, and I hope to see definitely more of her after this series is done. Yeah, I think she's got that level of ability. I think she could carry the character forward and, yeah. and make it good. I, and, you know, hit a good target audience, too. I mean, it's but it's a way where they're not just hijacking another character to make it somebody else. It's She is her own character, and yeah. I like what they're doing. Yeah, and she's picking up things. I like the, uh, the coin trick that yeah. uh, Hawkeye worked with her on. It taught her how to do the thing he does with the coins and that. Yeah. So she's picking up on those things pretty quickly, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. good stuff. Uh, you know, this was kind of a middle of the episode season. So the fight scene was really good where, like Brett said, Yelena came back, Natasha's uh, sister. Yeah. There's a, this four-way fight between uh, the, the Maya. Maya, her, Clint, and Kate. So it, it was fun seeing the interaction between them all yep. there. And Maya definitely is, you know, uh, I think a major, she's a major character in this. And, um, you know, she's definitely, she's got her own grudge against Ronan. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so that's why she's going after him. And of course she's kind of, uh, kind of the leader of the tracksuit mafia, but she's really not. She's almost a, a figurehead in some ways. I mean, but she's, she's a tough gal herself. She can definitely take on anybody. So, uh, and, uh, she is, uh, and actually a deaf actress too. So uh, yeah. she's not playing deaf. And I read an article, was, I guess, uh, uh, when Jeremy Renner came out and said he actually learned a little bit of sign language ahead of time so he could actually say hi to her and welcome her to the, the show. Nice. So that was pretty cool on that. But she's a good actress. I like her. She's really good. She's got some good action shots. She's she's definitely holds her own in all of this. And uh, I think it adds a lot to it. So, uh, yeah. so looking but, forward and, to where things go. Yep. And then uh, I was looking at this thing here, a couple of things with that Jack Duquesne, and he's like, uh, uh, when he kind of calls uh, Hawkeye Archer, 
Uh, oh, that's funny. They yeah. like, basically say it's deliberately, you know, kind of a, a dink move at, on his part. Uh, especially as Clint's known as Hawkeye everywhere, as saving the world yeah. and all that stuff. So, um, I is think there it's kind a of character called Archer? Oh, uh, it sounds like a name I knew. Well, to me, it always I I always liken it to uh, you know uh, Green Arrow, and you know they call, he I always dealt with himself as an archer. You know stuff like that. So I think, but I think in this, when Hawkeye sings, calling him an archer is kind of like saying, "Oh, he does archery, and that's it." You know, where Hawkeye right. his his main weapon choice has been a bow, but he's trained in everything, as we see with his swords and everything else. So, mm-hmm. um, and of course, you know they, uh, you know, they've been hinting at you know Jack being uh, the swordsman, you know, mm-hmm. in, in this. So uh, we'll see more of that as I'm sure this goes on. I think he's going to be an ongoing uh, threat even after this season's done, uh, depending on what they end up doing with him in the next two episodes. You know what this series also reveals? Yep. Clint Barton, I'm going to say it, it's controversial, is way better than Bruce Wayne. <laughs> all he has is a bone arrow. He doesn't need all the planes and gadgets and everything. Else. He has trick arrows. Yeah. I'm not saying he doesn't use any tricks, but... He is battling alongside gods and superheroes and titans and surviving. And he doesn't have Batman is surrounded by everything. Same with uh, Tony Stark. Yeah. Clint only has a bow and arrow. <laughs> he doesn't have a suit of armor that protects yeah. him. He just has like a little like uh, <laughs> almost like a, a dirt bike padding. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, and, uh, you know, they're, they're uh, also this episode. The LARPers are back. Uh, yep. And, That's uh, been fun. I, lo- I love those guys, and uh, especially the the was the fireman guy that had mm-hmm. the super grills. Guy. Yep, and uh, he's uh, you know they they're basically they're uh, the one gal's gonna grow. Uh, so Larper's gonna make them new costumes. So I'm excited to see eventually them get the new costume. I think we've already seen them in some of the, the promo images, but mm-hmm. it's kind of funny that uh, the Larpers are gonna make them new outfits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it also shows the fact that you know it's like with Clinton, you know, one of the he wants to retire and disappear. Um, he just wants to thing, be a family man. Yeah, you know, so this is—I mean, he went the whole Ronan thing because his family disappeared, right. so he kind of just lost his mind, like a lot of people did. So, but it's you know, with with them back, that's all he wants—his family, and they're still they're wherever they are at, they are still hidden uh, from the major yeah. main world. So, so I've been watching theories about the snap and when everybody yes. returned. And I'm not going to get into the what or the how as far as this week's episode, but it does kind of confirm the theory. Yeah. When the snap happened, everyone disappeared right. five years earlier. When this second snap happens, they come back, but they come back exactly where they were. Right. So what happened to the people who disappeared on flights? I see that's what they haven't addressed. I thought that myself they reappeared too. probably at 10,000 feet in the air with nothing in or 30,000 feet and they just yeah. they're gone. So there was definitely, uh, see, that's the thing. I, I that's where I think that they didn't ponder that because they, they talked about they showed a little bit like yeah. when the snap hand and hand happened, you know, planes crashed, right? Because the planes themselves didn't disappear, the people did. And if the right. pilots disappeared, they, they crashed. Right. Now, um, but yeah. Are they the came... snapping back the people who died two minutes after the snap because their plane crashed? Probably not. So those people yeah. would have stayed dead. And well, the and people that's... who disappeared reappeared all of a sudden five years later up in the air with no plane. And yeah. they're all plumbing. Or, well, here's the thing. And the planes themselves would have been landed or crashed. So if they're down. 
would they have actually appeared at exact point in in the air where they were at or where the plane would would end up at you know uh, it's 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 one of those tricky things i personally think that you know it was like uh when he makes the uh you know the snap and and iron man brings everybody back it was like you know part of the thing you basically control everything is you know everybody should have been brought back safely on the ground right (laughs) and and maybe they they did return on the ground exactly where they were at hopefully nobody was over the sea (laughs) Well, like if you but, were if you were in the middle of crossing the street walking, but if there now was you like, here you know, now a car's there, coming and <laughs> but if if there was like as many people that are flying that fly every day, you know tens of millions of people, and even if only half of them were taken, then there's still millions of people that died again, right? <laughs> that, you know, you know splat 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 splat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were over there. Right. And then everything else, or on boats. Shoot, if they're on boats and disappear, they come back and they're they're just drop, in the water. They're in the water, and if they're in the middle of the ocean, and like, oh, why am I here? <laughs> Sharks like, hey, food. <laughs> yep. So, you know, that, that's kind of uh, yeah, that's something to ponder on that. So, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying this. Can't wait for everybody to talk about next week's episode. Uh, and of course, by the time we have the show next week, we'll watch uh, play. And that, and then uh, I got Book of Boba Fett, so looking forward to that yeah. too. So, and we also have dun, dun, dun. Spider-Man's coming out this week. No yes, I'm home. going. I got my ticket seven ten tomorrow night. I'll be going to see it. They sold out fast. The early reviews are doing awesome. Yep. Um, at nothing but praise. So I'm highly excited for this. Yeah, I'm uh, avoiding all write-ups about it just because I don't want any spoilers. So yeah, I you know we are uh, you you have to see this Thursday night or Friday. Uh, I don't think the internet will contain the spoilers, <laughs> so I, I'm going to see it right away. Um, yep. I'm excited to see it, and uh, you know, irresponsible speculation. I'm excited to see. You know, will we see a live-action Spider Gwen as part of the multiverse? thing will we see you know what other and it's not just spider people who are multiverse what other maybe they'll throw in somebody from another marvel thing we don't know right you never know yeah it's gonna be interesting to see because it's this is opening up everything uh yeah. to go forward i mean next stop after this will be the uh dr strange movie i believe mm-hmm. uh which has been pushed back a little bit so it's like be as close to this as possible it sounds like though this is gonna have a killer opening weekend uh, I even saw reports of people scalping tickets for preview night yeah. in New York City. I know, like $25,000 or something people are paying, there, supposedly. I'd like to see yeah. if anyone actually collected that. That's ridiculous. I, I, my thing is, this is they're going to open up more screens. It's like, you know, even you know, like Star Wars, Force Weekend, I know selling out so fast. And people miss, oh, I couldn't get tickets for the first couple of days. I can't go for the like three, four days. You go four days later, you just avoid the internet. You know, that's that's what I do. And yeah, and I've done that before, and it's like, and I finally go see it. And then sometimes I've been at shows, and people come up, did you? No, and don't even give me a non-spoiler. I hate when people say this is a non-spoiler. I, something I could have enjoyed still that uh, would have been fun. Yeah, it's not just related to the plot, but a spoiler to me is something I wouldn't know is going to be in there. So don't take yeah. it. Yeah, so. yeah. Tony Stark's not dead in other universes. Yep. <laughs> you well, know, that they could bring him back that way. I think we're gonna get Tony Stark back in future movies, but here's how. I don't think it's going to be through multiverse Tony Stark's. I think it will be through um, 
the AI he created, I think he'll be like a force ghost. He'll be a hologram yeah. through his AI that he uploaded his consciousness into. We see it at the very end where he's talking to everyone at the funeral or whatever. And right. I, I think they'll utilize that to bring him back is yeah. my prediction. Well, we do have the, the bring in the, uh, the teenage uh, uh, girl that uh, creates her own Iron Man armor. And that's so where I think we'll see him. Yeah. And we'll see that. I think we'll see that too within that. And she's going to be the next iron person. Of course, we have Armor Wars too coming out. Yeah. So we should hopefully get to see Rhodey um, again. Ironheart is her name. Ironheart. Yep. And then we've got uh, hopefully Rhodey's coming back with Armor Wars. So a lot of cool stuff. And they're starting yeah. to see some links for the uh, Moon Knights, more and more images from the sets. And, stuff and like that. they're saying so. that's going to be their most violent Marvel product to date. So that'll be interesting to see as well, which also supports the theory that they won't have a problem with Punisher. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if they're going to do Punisher, they'll, they'll have to do it right. Punisher as a series to me was a better couple of uh, seasons than, uh, and as much as I enjoyed Daredevil, I thought it was better than Daredevil. Yeah. Um, and Daredevil so, was good. It was just the other series that didn't, and the Defenders that didn't work for Netflix. So I just wonder if, because they've they have confirmed Charlie Cox as Daredevil will be part of the MCU, so that is confirmed now. I, um, and I wonder if we'll see him in uh, the She Hulk series. I think so. So, uh, but I my what I'm curious to know is will these just be considered a multiverse version of the Netflix versions, or will they keep those stories and pull them in and just allow their backstories to remain the I, same? I think a lot of the backstories because they the series on Netflix they mm -hmm. did tie into the MCU. They weren't a separate yep. thing. They they had hints of what was going on around the Avengers and things like that. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I don't see any be a continuation. Yeah. If you just pick up the stories where they go and allow those to exist as the backstories, I see no conflict there. Um, which and if they do that, hopefully they bring Foggy back. Yep. Uh, you know, Iron Fist, nobody wants, so just leave him away. <laughs> but yeah. I want my Luke Cage back. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luke so Cage would be great. I could I could do it without what's her name. Uh Jessica. Yeah, I didn't, Jones, yeah, Kristen I didn't Ritter. care for her. But well, I mean the character even in the comics is not that popular, so uh they yeah. try to revise her after the series with some stuff in the comics. I never heard anybody talk so yeah. But so I, I just see, we'll see. It's gonna be a lot of cool stuff on that. But yeah, I expect to see Charlie. I mean, heck, we could even see him in the Spider-Man movie. I mean, it's it's they're really. I mean, we're we already know uh, they're really they're bringing him back because they've already talked about that. So we'll see yeah. see him. You know, Matt Murdock, and I, I I can see him being a character that bounces between the cinema and the TV shows. Yep. And then maybe we'll see I another agree. season with him. You know, a new Daredevil season down the road that would be ideal on yeah. Disney plus. So we had talked about the Spider-Man movies that right now, supposedly people are paying up to $25,000 yeah. for those tickets. If you want to buy one of those tickets, but you're a little <laughs> short on money, I may have a solution. Okay. Have you heard about this? <laughs> she, this woman is on 90 day fiance. She makes $45,000 a week farting in a jar and <laughs> yeah. overnight shipping them to her fans. <laughs> yeah. I heard that on Bob and Tom show this morning when I was out working for a minute <laughs> and I'm just like, my God, we are doing things wrong. So I'm just going to make it clear. If anybody <laughs> wants to pay me 45,000, I will gladly send one to you. 
Oh my God. You know, what? This is just. <laughs> she's made 90,000 total so far. Now I've heard of like, the crazy stuff like this before for some of these reality stars and they're, they're influencers now and all this other stuff. And if anybody is sending them whatever money they want for this stuff, you're a moron. Well, I think it's a. I what do you think get? They, um, well, she does. She farted in old mayonnaise jars. Oh, it smells like Miracle Whip. So supposedly, <laughs> supposedly her technique is she has a jar. She puts a flower petal into it or a leaf. So when she does, there is something for the smell to attach to. It will last up to two days in the jar. So you have she ships it overnight, so you'll have a, roughly 24 hours with the jar to do whatever you're going to do with it. <laughs> and she charges a hundred dollars per jar. Oh jeez. <laughs> Which means she's made ninety thousand. That means she has sold nine hundred of these. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Why? Okay. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) And this is why there's no need to work anymore. And people are questioning about digital artwork. (laughs) Right, right, right. I'm I'm charging like $2 for a digital authentic piece of art, but that's too much. But I'll pay $100 for a jar full of your body scents. (laughs) We're just in the wrong industry. I guess, I guess, jeez. So anyway, I I had to share that. I was listening to that this morning. I'm like, oh my god, I got to post. Yeah, this. I heard that about Tom. I was like, my god, you know. And I've heard stories like this before. You know, it, it comes out every so often. Some someone does this, and, and people are moronic enough to spend that kind of money and drop money like that for. I mean, they're gonna crack up going, "Oh, her farts smell like ass." Yes, of course it does. <laughs> I- <laughs> I, for the record, I don't even want it if it was free. No. <laughs> no In fact, no. if she paid me $100, I don't want it. Right. It's like, no, you keep that to yourself. Yeah. Right. So that's part of the crazy world. You wonder why nobody's working in stores anymore <laughs> or restaurants. Because you can make $90,000 farting in a jar. So why work? Jeez. Well, yeah. And this is someone that obviously should not be in this kind of, you know, should be in the service industry because she's service. So Um, crazy. Yes. So Uh, that was nuts. So, but yeah, so we got a good week. Both of us things. We'll probably talk about that next week with you guys. A little bit of Hawkeye. Yep. Next Uh, week we can talk this week's episode of Hawkeye, which was really good. Yep. And Uh, like I said, uh, stay through the animated parts of the, uh, the credits, credits. There's no. There's no scene, uh, but there's a little shot that I think is. There's really a cool, cool end so. end graphic. Yeah. So a lot of fun on that, and then uh, uh, Spider Man. Uh, what else? Is there isn't there uh, something else coming out? Well, really Matrix soon? Matrix comes out next oh, week. Yeah, Matrix. Yep. Uh, Matrix. Uh, Kingsman. I mean, there's several movies coming out in this next week, yeah. uh, and I, I expect all of them to much better than uh, West Side Story, which has tanked miserably. Ooh. Yeah, but you know what? Here's the thing, and I, that's why I'm real quick on this before we sign off. I read about this. I was like, oh, he was too woke for the audience the, and the young people. I was like, no, he wasn't too woke. The original, if you like the original West Side Story, if you like that, it's basically what this is. They just redid it. There's a couple reimaginings, but nobody cares when you can go watch the original and it still holds up because it's set in that time period. It was filmed in that time period. So, I mean, and everything I'm hearing about it, it sounds like uh, you know they just really crapped to bed with it. It was just... You know, 
Nobody went and saw it because nobody cares. It's not because young people, it's not the Ridley Scott answer of, of why people didn't see his movie because it sucked. You know, it's, you know, it's not because they have other stuff they can watch on their phones. It's because nobody cares. Who cares yeah. what they, when you're taking these old musicals, it's not because they don't care about musicals. I know a lot of young people that love musicals. They talk about them at shows all yeah. the time, but they don't want this old musical that's been regurgitated a bunch of times. Heck, I, they probably still show it in a lot of classrooms. So why mm-hmm. even why would you go see an updated version when you probably just saw it as a kid not that long ago? And if you're not a big fan of it, who cares? I mean, I, yeah. I, I've seen it over the years a couple of times and I'm not a big fan of it. Personally, it's it's, it's Romeo and Juliet and it's done as a musical with uh with street gangs in early, you know, sixties yeah. New York that nobody cares about. Talking about nobody cares. I want to bring that up and one other spooky thing. Yeah. Nobody cares. James Cameron, I'm talking to you. <laughs> either give us the next avatar or don't i'm tired of hearing about it that there was all these things again where it's coming and we're making it and it's going to be the best ever blah 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 nobody cares about the first one anymore it, <laughs> so even though it's the largest movie ever somehow nobody knows characters names nobody knows nobody dresses as them nobody quotes the movie only There's for about, about it about two to three years after yeah. it came out, did I see cosplayers, and then after right. that, they were done. They were done. You know, nobody can quote the movie. Yeah. Well, and I talked to be, I talked to people that had been to Disney, yeah. but now Universal. When I was there this past weekend, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you know, yeah, we rode that, uh, you know, that Avatar ride. It was all right. You know, yeah. nobody cares. Nobody cares so, about Avatar. <laughs> you can't drag. He's been hyping this up for so long. Nobody cares anymore." So yeah, just stop. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's been like six years. Oh, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm going to do a new, uh, three new movies, and it's been six years. And I, I keep saying, it's like, it's coming out next year, 2022. And then probably next year, we're like, oh, it's going to be another year. Because it's going to be the most fantastic movie ever. As I, I saw Avatar once, it was, it was uh, Dances with Wolves with Aliens. That's all yeah. it was. And don't and get me it, wrong. I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. Visually, but, it was stunning. But it, yeah, story wise, it's not yeah. something I can watch over and over again because. It wasn't anything unique other than the look. Right. Yeah. So and then the other weird thing is this. This is my Facebook feed. Yeah. Just to show you how much they spy on you. <laughs> we were walking through Costco and I saw the rack of adjustable dumbbells. And I just simply said to the to Jill a comment saying, Oh, look, adjustable dumbbells. <laughs> That's it. It's now in my feed as an ad. Yeah. And then right next to it is shut the box. Jill bought this game the other day and we played it last night. And I simply mentioned the name and look, at it's in my feed. <laughs> I've never searched for either of these. Nothing. We just simply had a one sentence dialogue about each of these. And they are now both in my feed. <laughs> <laughs> I hear everything people. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I sure do. I, I guess that's why I, I mentioned something somebody that's popping up on my Facebook feed all the time. Or it's funny because that shows you talk about all kinds of different stuff with people, and then next thing, the next time I look at my Facebook feed, I'm like, What is all this crap out here? I just talked about it with somebody, I don't care about this. Yeah, so it's just it's ridiculous. So, and there's Stacy. Hi, bye, Stacy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> so, I got a chance to see Stacy this morning because I went and did my quick shop. So, glad she got a chance to pop in on her break. So, I hope she's oh, having good. a good rest of her day. Same thing with everybody else. And thanks for chiming in today, Michelle and Kevin. And definitely Stacy there. And uh, we will see you guys next week when we'll have more hilarity and fun and whatever we come up with. I don't know. We'll see you guys later. Bye. <laughs>